Uh, Mark Toe, a Managing Director of Asset Management at Wing Fung Financial. Uh, Mark, good morning. Good morning. Uh, nice to have you on. Um, let's just double check again whether Enzio is there. Enzio, are you with us? No, we don't have Enzio at the moment. But Mark, <laughs> let's crack on anyway. I mean, let's start with um, the crisis continuing in the banking industry. Uh, First, Republic shank, uh, First Republic Bank's shares hitting a record low overnight after a report saying the US government wouldn't rescue the bank. Uh, what are your thoughts about the banking sector at the moment? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I tend to think that the uh, crisis, uh, the so-called uh, bank uh, crisis, or uh, some may, some may tend to think that it is just uh, an, an episode of a long version cycle uh, created somehow by uh, the central banks uh, in uh, bailing out and then having the uh, different kinds of uh, asset uh, bubbles. All these things are actually uh, all interrelated, uh, bundled together. Uh, in, in a sense, I, I think uh, there is a there is a responsibility in in in, in the Fed and as well as the government uh, to do something. But we all know that uh, at, least, at least in economics, uh, there is some, something something called the moral hazard. And uh, the more the intervention uh, we have from the government or the of, uh, the, the officials, uh, the more likely that there is an incentive for for the players to. Uh, maximize their gains at the expense of the others, uh, the taxpayers, so to speak. So um, it is a very tough decision to make. And after all, there are so many uh, me, uh, small to medium-sized uh, local banks in, in, in the United States, and it is it is practically uh, infeasible, uh, not feasible to, to, to do it all. But uh, if you stop at a certain level, are you sure that uh, it, it can really be contained, uh, the whole uh, contagious effect? Uh, so it is really a tough call. So is it going to get worse before it gets better, do you think, Mark? Uh, let's hope for the best. Uh, I, uh, I really think that uh, at, at a certain moment, uh, the, the government uh, or, or, or the Fed, uh, so to speak, has to... They have to do uh, something, but uh, in a sense, I, I also think that uh, it is good for, for, the, for them to um, set uh, some, some guidelines, some rules, uh, so that uh, people uh, know that it is not always to be uh, bailed out. Uh, but uh, you, you know uh, the whole thing, especially after the uh, the speeding up of the rate hikes, uh, the aggressive rate hikes, monetary policy pivot in in uh, last year is actually uh, somehow the uh, 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 the, the cause, uh, somehow part of the root cause for for the whole thing. So there is a responsibility for 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 the Fed to do something anyway. Enzio von Weil, uh, wealth investment strategist, is with us. Enzio, good morning. Good morning to you. Nice to have you on. Uh, your, your thoughts on the, the current state of uh, the banking sector, particularly in the US, uh, uh, you know, are things going from bad to worse? Yes, they are, but they're going from bad to worse, I think, to add to what Mark was saying, because Trump in, in, reneged a lot on the Dodd-Frank um, Act, which basically said that a lot of banks would be regulated. That was the gist of the Dodd-Frank and what Trump did was he raised the ceiling so that only banks with capital above $250 billion 
dollars would be regulated. In other words, the smaller stuff, so to speak, wouldn't be regulated. Well, guess where we're having the problems? In the smaller stuff. So I think it's that's a major thing that needs absolutely quick re, rewinding back so that all banks are regulated, not just the big fish. So are we expecting there to be more regulation in the next short while, do you think, Enzio? I hope so, but more pervasive through all levels of banking. No good just getting the top 10 banks and then leaving the little guys out to do what they want because with correspondent banking, as Mark was saying, all these banks are interconnected. No good just saying we're only looking at, say, J.P. Morgan City Bank and HSBC when, in fact, they have correspondent banking relationships having been in banking for years um, with smaller banks who are not regulated. Uh, Janet Yellen has been uh, fairly vocal about things in the last few days. Do you, are, yes. you, are you in agreement with the, the direction that she she's indicating? She has to be vocal because the congressmen, um, in particular Mr McCarthy, are so bent on, I think, just producing their own egos that they don't really care about the good of the country. When I was doing Capitol Hill for years, I was already very explicitly told this, that the good of the country is the last thing on politicians' minds. It's more about being re-elected with popular slogans. So I think it's a game of chicken. I think that Professor Yellen is very, very wise in what she's saying. I hope it will be heated. I'm expecting a last-minute, midnight, eyeball-to-eyeball deal but the politicians are milking this for all they can ahead of the presidential elections next year. So, uh, you know, let's talk about the uh, uh, about the debt ceiling. And, you know, it does. And you mentioned Kevin McCarthy, and it does appear that his bill has uh, been passed by uh, the House. But um, it may still not make it and it may not make any difference to, uh, you know, what happens with the debt ceiling. What are your what are your th- feelings about that? Well, I just think that the that the the, the 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 willingness of a reserve currency is very easy. They can, if you have a reserve currency like sterling before or the dollar now, you can basically print as much money as you want and pretty much do what you want because it's you're too big to fail, too big to jail. What I mean by that is you just you can just really kind of go and and do whatever you want. So even if they were to default, what are people supposed to do with their trillions of dollars of U.S. Treasury bills? Go and throw throw them out to buy what? So the U.S. is kind of in a very advantageous position from a monetary perspective to do actually what it wants. And I'm afraid that that's that's what's going to happen. In other words, they're just Exporting chaos, that seems to be the number one um, U.S. export, services export at present, I'm afraid, is, is chaos. But the debt ceiling, I mean, can it just go on rising and rising pretty much forever? Because that seems to be of what, what has happened in history. Yes, because, again, it's a reserve currency, so nobody, nobody can hold America to task because America is just too darn big. And so you, what, what are you supposed to do to a giant say that you're going to go and punch it in the eye well the giant will say well fine you reach my eyeball first and try and punch me because you're not going to get there so i'm afraid this saga will just continue and that's why the debt ceiling does matter it will lead to a spike in short rates already two-year paper in the u.s is costing four percent one month is costing five percent and i'm afraid that will probably go up to seven and 
six if, if these antics on the hill continue. Let's turn to China and Bloomberg reporting that the route in Chinese stocks is now paused after a $446 billion wipeout in value for mainland shares uh, this month. But, um, you know, will it recover uh, given the geopolitical tensions that are still simmering? Mark, your thoughts on this? Do you, do you think there could be some kind of recovery in China? Recovery in the Chinese mainland, I think, uh, is for real. And uh, the whole thing, um, uh, you, you may say that it is a very pragmatic approach. Uh, it has been adopted in the past few years. Uh, despite all the um, negative comments somehow in, uh, in, 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 the, in the media, uh, especially in, 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 the, in, the, uh, in the international uh, uh, media, I, I tend to think that uh, if we uh, look at uh, the constraints uh, for, for the policymakers as well as for the uh, market participants, um, it is very real for them to um, uh, somehow lower the expectations, especially after the, um, the, the, the fast growth uh, trajectory in the past 40 years or so. And so uh, we have to uh, accept that uh, after that kind of tremendous uh, structural changes, uh, there had to be uh, some kind of uh, ups and downs as well as the, uh, uh, the cycles for, for, for them to experience. But um, I tend to think that, as I have already uh, also uh, expressing uh, uh, that kind of uh, comments uh, in, in the past on, on your show, uh, actually um, uh, there have been some kind of a uh, preparation. Uh, they are they're well, uh, they're get, getting well prepared for the ups and downs, and yeah. uh, they try to uh, uh, lower the expectations of the people. And I think that it, it is very successful to a, to a certain extent. Enzio, your thoughts on this? You know, I think uh, you don't think things have been uh, performing very well in China, do they? No, I mean, I've, they've got to be praised for what they've done. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a Herculean task, which they're raising 1.4 billion people out of poverty. That is absolutely fabulous. But I'm afraid there's a slight risk of China becoming a mini Japan only to the extent that private consumption in normal economies accounts for about three quarters of demand. In China, it's only about 40 percent. It's only about 30 percent of presidents, one third of the economy, not two thirds to two um, to 75 percent of the economy. So if they don't chivy up the private consumption, that's going to take that. That could be quite risky and, and risk a mini Japan just at the pace. In other words, going into some form of a moribund growth slowdown. The problem that I have with private consumption is the job insecurity. There are 900 million peasants, let's not forget. They're not secure in their jobs. We're, li- we're dealing, thank heavens, in a feminine matriarchal society where the women will be wanting to protect the $17.8 trillion in amassed savings. savings. So there's not going to be a, spend, a spending scourge. So I think my take is it's a spotty recovery focused very much on Shanghai, Shenzhen, Nanjing. Um, and I think they need to make it more pervasive. Enzo von File, a wealth investment strategist, and Mark Toe, a managing director of asset manager Wingfung Financial Group. Uh, thank you both for.